Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the What I Love About... <laughs> I almost forgot the name of my podcast. The What I Love About Men podcast. Today's topic is going to be just a little mind fuck for you just to dig in your head a little bit and help you understand yourself. So before I go into that, I want to remind you guys to please go to iTunes and leave this podcast a review. If you're listening to this podcast, which I know a bunch of you are because I always get comments in my DMs instead of on iTunes (laughs) where there would be the most helpful, um, I would appreciate it, you guys, if you could just go to iTunes, scroll to the bottom of what I love about men and leave a review. Leave um, the star review as well as something nice to say if you're enjoying this or if it's helping you out. All right. Thanks so much. And thanks to those of you who have done it. Whoa, I whistled while I said that. That was interesting. I don't know if you heard that. Those of you who have left reviews, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Um, It means a lot to me. So this episode I wanted to do on a video that I watched this morning. It was a TED Talk. It's called How to Stop Screwing Yourself Over by Mel Robbins, who is probably the top female speaker in the world at this point. She's incredible. She came up with a five-second rule. I'm pretty sure she wrote a book on it too, where she says that you have five seconds to do what you want to do that makes you think twice. And if you don't do that thing within five seconds, you're not going to fucking do it. And she breaks it down in this TED Talk where she explains that she sees the she sees the brain as two parts. She sees the automatic part where your brain's just on autopilot doing the, the same routine that you always do. And then the other part is the break where your brain is just like, you know, <laughs> squeaks to a halt. So what this means is that when you're put in a situation of, you know, okay, there's people dancing on stage and they want me to come up and dance. If you don't go up and dance and just decide within five seconds, you're going to consume your mind with all these thoughts of why you shouldn't go up there because that's not you and you wouldn't do something like that. And you know, you're more comfortable if you just sit in the chair and watch all the people dance because if you go up in there and dance, what could do? You could embarrass yourself. You could, you know, you could make a fool out of yourself. All this stuff could happen, right? And you just get stuck in your head thinking about all the possibilities because they don't correlate to who you are as far as what your routine is. So that's why whenever you have a thought or like a new idea or something that comes to mind, you'll think about it. We get ideas all the time, right? Like we have amazing ideas. Everyone has fucking great ideas and things they want to do in life and things that excite them when they're talking about it. But most people never do it. And the reason we don't do it is because the brain likes that side that's more automatic because it's safe, right? It keeps us safe. It keeps us comfortable and we don't have to force anything. But the whole point of this TED talk is her telling us we need to force it. We need to force ourselves to do the things we don't feel like doing because we're never going to fucking feel like doing it ever, ever. 
You know, when people need to lose weight, they don't feel like losing weight. They just know it's something they got to do and they prepare themselves for the uncomfortable because it sucks. You know, it's not a fun process to be deprived of things that you're used to eating. That's part of your normal routine. That's on autopilot, right? So it's this whole idea that we need to tell ourselves we're never going to be motivated. And that's another big thing she teaches, Mel Robbins teaches, is motivation is shit. It's crap. It doesn't mean anything, you know, because we can have a thought that excites us, but it doesn't get us to actually do it. You know, motivation is garbage. That's what she says. Um, and we have to force ourselves. We literally have to force ourselves to do the things that are outside our comfort zone. And I want you to take this right now and I want you to relate it to your relationship, a part of your relationship you're unhappy with, but also bringing light to the fact you're not doing anything about it. You're in the same routine and yeah, it would be nice to have that talk with her about that thing that keeps popping up that she keeps mentioning and it's driving you crazy. And in your head, you're like, you know, fuck this. She won't stop bringing this up. I'm sick of it. Ah, Like whatever, fuck her. I'm just going to be angry and pissed and go grab a beer with my buddies. And then what happens? You come back and you fall back into the routine and your brain just went to autopilot mode. So first you froze and you're like, this is what I really want to do. This is what I want to say. This is how I want to fix this. But do you actually do it? Most of the time, no, you don't. You just stop and then you just show anger or your feelings and you go do something that that makes you more comfortable and then that thing is still there and it's not actually dealt with. Okay, so this is just a moment for you guys to understand that the brain is always trying to keep you comfortable. All the time, it wants to keep you in the same routine. And this is why people don't change. This is why a third of Americans are unhappy or unfulfilled with their lives. One third. And if you're part of that one third, and this was in from 2000, this is stats from uh, 2011. And I'm pretty sure that's going up at this point. It's probably probably more than one third, right? And I want you to ask yourself, are you part of that one third? or if not more, whatever it is at this point. Are you unfulfilled with your life? And what are you doing about it if you are unfulfilled? People would rather complain and they would rather just sit in their feelings and tell themselves, well, I don't, that doesn't feel right to me by doing that. Like I want to do that, but I just like, I'm not feeling it today. You're not going to ever fucking feel it. So stop saying you're not feeling it and just go do it and stop complaining about it. It's the only way to change, guys. It's the only way to get a new result. And what she mentions in this talk, too, is the concept of people always just describing their lives as fine. She mentions the dreaded F word, and you think it's fuck, but it's fine. (laughs) And it's so true, because what do you do Like when people ask about your life? Most people just say, oh, I'm fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. (laughs) That's one that a lot of people say. Really? Like the odds of being a human, you get to be a human and that's your response to your your life as you're hanging in there? Don't hang in there. You know, I mean, there are times when you can hang in there, but when that is your go-to response for years and years of when people ask how you are, or if you just sign, if you just respond, oh, I'm okay. I'm all right, I guess. Why? Why are you settling for that? 
Why are you settling for just okay? Or I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. And year after year, that's your go-to response. What's wrong with that picture? Is there something wrong with that picture to you? I think there is. I personally think there is because I think we get one shot at life. My belief is we get one shot at life. Make it the best you can make it. And don't settle for fine. Don't settle for average. Don't settle for not being happy. And you know, I coach guys through their relationships. Some are single, some have partners. But like when guys come to me and they're in a relationship and they're telling me, all this shit that's happening and this and that, and she did that, but he wants to hang in there and keep trying to make this work. And it's been 11 years of (laughs) no sex and no happiness. I mean, it seems, and I'll ask him straight up. I'll say, are you happy? Like, are you happy? Is there more positivity in this relationship versus negativity? I said that to my client the other day and he was like, oh wow, I never even thought to think about it that way. Think of it like a scale, guys. If you're even 51% negative, you're going the wrong way. And you have to reprioritize your life and your relationship. And if not, then get the hell out of there. Because it's not the right one for you, apparently. Don't settle for fine. Don't settle for a shitty life. Don't settle for a mediocre life. Fuck that. Like, what's the point? You know, and when you think about changing and when you get excited and when you talk to someone and have a conversation that really motivates you and drives you and you get these ideas in your head of things you've always wanted to do, things you wanted, people you wanted to meet, places you wanted to go, and then you just talk about it and you realize, wow, this has just been talk for how many years I just talked about these ideas. I just talked about this place I've been wanting to visit. I don't even believe I'll actually ever do it. And that's when you know you're really in that automatic place. But just take note of that. Take note of all the ideas, the people, the places that come into your head and excite you. And then you just leave them to the curb. That happens because it's your brain keeping you comfortable. And it's you never forcing yourself outside of your comfort state. And you got to understand you're never going to feel like leaving that comfort state. Ever ever. It sucks. It doesn't matter if you want to start a new business. You may be excited for that business. I'm excited about my business. I love it. But when it comes to going a step further, it's scary. And I feel held back. And there will be months where I'm just held back and I'm I'm not okay with it. I'm not fine with it. You know, and that's why maybe you'll think I'm a little bit more hard on myself than the average person, but it's not hard. I don't look at it as being, sometimes I do, But I don't always look at it as being, you know, hard on myself or mean to myself. It's just like, I'm not okay with this. This is not what I want. This is not what excites me. This is not fun for me. I want to do something else. This would be fun for me. So I'm going to take a step in this direction. And little by little, you leave that comfort zone by taking just the little, just one little step. It doesn't have to be a drastic change. I want you to think of it this way. This is how my first coach ever explained this to me, of leaving your comfort zone. He drew a circle, right? So imagine a circle, and there's a dot in the middle of the circle. Draw a dot in the middle of the circle in your brain right now, or on paper. Say there's a circle, there's a dot in the middle. You take the dot, and you put it right outside the circle line, okay? 
And that, what that means is you saying, all right, what's one little step I can take that's right outside my comfort zone? Like I'm still pretty comfortable, but this would make me feel a little, a little uneasy, just a tad uneasy. So draw it because drawing it helps you understand it better. And once you draw the circle and move it out and you have a topic around this, for instance, maybe it's being more effectively communicative in your relationship, right? Maybe you suck at it right now or it's just not there. There's no effective communicating communication. So you take that dot, you move it right outside the circle and you'll be like, all right, what's, what would be right outside the circle of my comfort zone? All right, something that I can do that's not drastic and not super scary would be to ask my wife, you know, if we could play this game. Because that's not something, it's something we used to do. We used to do it like eight years ago and we had fun with it. But, um, and it's a, it's a, it's a game that will help us understand each other better. So it's like a question game. I teach, the, I give this to my clients. So for instance, it's like a question game, helping them to understand each other, right? So you can bring up that where it's like, it's not an everyday thing where you would mention that to her, but you've done it before and you know you had fun with it. So that's one step in the direct, in the direction of having more communication, bringing back positive energy, positive experiences with you and your wife. And it's right outside your comfort zone. So guess what happens when you do that, when you play that game, then you guys schedule it, you play it, and then you feel like you bonded a little more. And you're more, you're communicating better because you asked each other all these questions where it's like now you understand, you have a better understanding of each other. So what happens? Now you have that circle, that dot that's right outside the circle, and you draw a new circle around that dot because now that's your new comfort zone. But now you got to think, all right, what's, What's taking the dot and putting it right outside the edge of this new circle? And it's just, it's pretty much just what's the next step? What's the next step? But like I said, visuals really help you internalize. It's just better to write things out. It's more effective. Um, it helps you understand it better and it makes it more real. Okay, so the mind's eye is different than the physical eye. So you want to always have you writing stuff out and also you internalizing things. So it's just powerful. I always say write stuff down. Don't type it. Try to write it. All right. So that's just an example of an exercise you can use to leave your comfort zone and help, your, help yourself understand, all right, where's my comfort zone now? What does that look like? And what would that dot right outside the circle, what would that look like? Leaving it just a tiny bit where I'm still comfortable, but I'm not wrapped up in a warm blanket. <laughs> you know? So... The whole idea of this episode is just to help you understand that you need to start forcing yourself to do things you don't feel like doing. Because if you based it only on your feelings, you'd never do it ever. And that's what most people do. They base it on their feelings. They just assume that one day they're going to feel like doing it. And that day is not going to happen. And then you're going to be 70 years old like shit. Why didn't that ever happen? What was I really expecting there? Time flew by, right? So think about that. Just think for a moment, like take a second and think, what part of you do you think or what what action do you you just keep putting off? What's something you want to do or something you want to say or something you're settling for that you're just not happy with, you're kind of just fine with? And do you want to be fine? 
And going back to, you know, waiting for the feeling of us wanting to do it, there's never any evidence that we felt like doing the hard things. Even when we were kids, right? When we were younger, it was do your homework, go clean that up. You have to come in before dark. We didn't feel like doing any of those things, but we needed a voice to, to force us to do it because we couldn't do it ourselves. And what, what Mel says, which is really fucking cool, is that when you, when you become an adult, you don't realize that now you have to be the parent of yourself until you're the parent of yourself. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit. Okay, I get it. Now it's time for me to force myself to do things I don't feel like doing. But we don't, right? We're, we're more likely to make excuses. And that's why you come into the adult world and you realize everyone just complains about shit all the time, <laughs> right? And without doing anything, like we'll be in the same job for eight years and someone will be like, oh, are you, you loving it? Eh, you know, it just brings in the money. <laughs> like, what? Don't even like it. So, yeah, I just thought it was a really cool talk and I'll put it in the description. It's How to Stop Screwing Yourself Over by Mel Robbins. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope that spoke to you and gave you some reflection for yourself as far as where you stand in this. And if you're settling, are you responding with the, oh, I'm fine? Are you really fine? You know, if that's even it, are you really fine? Or are you unhappy and you're just not doing anything about it because you're waiting to feel like doing it? It's not going to happen. You're never going to feel like it. So just go do it. Go do it. I'm here to help you do it. I'm here to get you excited to do it. So even if you just DM me and tell me what you're going to do or like what change you're going to make, that would, that would be awesome. Because even just telling me, you know, you don't even have to work with me or get on the phone. Just telling someone that you're going to commit to doing something from now on or not settling for something is powerful in itself. I always tell like my clients, tell as many people as you can about, you know, this goal, not every goal, but there are most goals you want to share with other people. That's why when I did the 75 hard challenge, I did it and shared it with my Instagram stories because I knew that all you guys were then holding me accountable. Like I would feel like a fucking shithead if I didn't complete it with all you guys knowing I was doing it. And it's not like there was one person that's like, all right, I'm going to hold you accountable. It was just telling people that helped me. So maybe that's something you need to do more of is just share with people. Tell someone. Commit to your, so you can commit more to yourself. All right. All right, guys, that's it for today. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Like I said, don't forget to leave this podcast a rating and review if it helps you, if it gives you life, if it makes you think, um, I would really appreciate it. Just head over to iTunes, What I Love About Men, scroll to the bottom and leave a comment there. All right, guys, have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you soon.